When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Scoobahoop-ball.com presentation. I am your host, Lyle Swithenbank, at Lyle Swithenbank on Twitter, L-Y-L-E-S-W-I-T-H-E-N-B-A-N-K. At HoopballPels is the show, H-O-O-P-B-A-L-L-P-E-L-S. Go and give us a follow on Twitter and um, yeah, we've got plenty of content going on over there and lots of carry on, of course, much like this show. We had a back-to-back uh, the last two games and unfortunately... Given the uh, the quick turnaround, wasn't able to get a podcast out in between. So we'll break down both those games today. We'll also have a chat about all the news that's happened this week, including the announcement of the All Star lineups. I know it feels like forever ago now, after two uh, pretty good games um, for the most part. It will be a little bit of a Jekyll and Hyde sort of episode today, in that we'll be chatting. Um, the Detroit victory, and then uh, the second night of the back-to-back um, falling short against the Bucks. Fantastic overall. Um, I mean, we'll finish off with a little bit of a tribute to Zion for um, his ability to get, I suppose, selected as an all-star by the coaches, which I think is a bigger feat than the actual popularity contest, um, if I'm honest. After only 54 games, you know, what, a, what an impressive... Um, feat that is. So we'll start by diving into the Detroit game. We took them on at home last night of a homestand. Last time we got punked by them and um, I was on Twitter and you know there's that famous quote by Stan Van Gundy saying oh at least the team's not going to get punked and you know they had. (laughs) They really did against the Suns and then um, that also probably that uh, Detroit game sticks out a little bit that we shouldn't have lost uh, as well. Now We'll go back. It was so it was Tuesday night, uh, Wednesday morning for me, and you know I like to watch the games without seeing the score, so I try to dodge them all all day, and unfortunately just ran out of time um, after a busy work day and uh, social life and all that jazz. Yes, I know, bit of fun. Now the Pelicans defeated the Detroit Pistons uh, pretty convincingly in the end, one hundred and twenty-eight to one hundred and eighteen um, for them. Another big game from Mason Plumley, twenty-one nine and seven. If you recall, last time we played, he triple doubled, um, which we don't like to see. But um, particularly not against you. You know, you like to see it against uh, four-year team members, um, but uh, not not against you. But uh, another big game for him playing out of the center position. 
They were without uh, their main scorer in Jeremy Grant and also their lead guard with DeLon Wright. So, you know, they come in a little bit under strength. Um, but regardless, big games from uh, Mason Plumley, Josh Jackson as well has had a resurgence, you know, former number four draft pick for the Suns. Never really got off the... Uh, off the launch pad with them and um you know he's really rediscovered himself he had 25 points off the bench and uh, and played a, a majority of the night on zion williamson so pretty impressive for him to still get there we head over to the box score for the pelicans big night from brandon ingram he had 27.7 rebounds uh eight assists and a steal and uh he was very efficient uh, nine of 18 shooting which you love and three three pointers three of six from there Lonzo on the box score looked like he had a pretty average night, you know, 12 points, 6 rebounds. He did have 8 assists and 3 steals. But the stuff that showed up on the screen but not on the box score, there's, uh, I don't know how to, the one percenters, I suppose we call them in, in Australian rules football, you know, he, he was rotating effectively, he was closing out, he was tipping passes, he was, um, you know, trapping on the on the baseline trapping um over the timeline and you're sitting there going this guy's having a fantastic game yeah he finished with 12 points and you know i think he was fairly efficient four of eight shooting only had eight shots for the whole game two of those were three pointers and he's um you know his three point percentage has really improved we've um we've all been witness to that but uh he was really really good and you know this is the sort of um these performances are the ones that make um general managers sit there and go do we pay this guy you know maybe we were trying to um lowball him a little bit i don't know i don't know you know he's still it was still a 12 point game and you know the box score always dictates how much money someone's worth for the most part um but that was definitely a, a sign that uh he could have a a long future in uh, uh new orleans which I, I i'm coming around to i don't mind that at all um or at least his trade value will be a bit higher. Eric Bledsoe was admittedly down here in the 11 points. Um, he was okay, 5-11 shooting, but disappeared a bit. Um, Zion Williamson was fantastic again, 32 points, 6 rebounds, 5 assists points. Zion on full display, he was um, he was really good. And, you know, he's it was the first game after being named an All-Star, and he came out and played like one. And they just really didn't have an answer for him. You know, Jeremy Grant's a pretty strong, uh, long sort of guy. And if he had been there, maybe it could have been um, a little bit better at containing him. But, you know, he went hard at him. He went um, he went really hard and, and he played well. Big game from Stephen Adams returning from that twisted ankle. He played 30 minutes in his return, which you stoked with. 14 points, 15 rebounds, 3 assists, a steal and a couple of blocks. 7 of 8 shooting. Um... And he is a difference maker, you know. Anyone that goes and says, oh, you know, we had we had Billy in those few games and we played well and we, we had a couple of wins and, you know, that big win against the Celtics. But Stephen Adams just makes life so much easier. He's so good at clearing the paint out. And, you know, okay, he doesn't shoot threes. And that was always going to be, oh, we need to put Brooke Lopez around him or so around Zion and spread it all out and and perhaps more shooting would be helpful at times but now the offense is absolutely flying you know 128 on the clock again um against the Detroit Pistons who came out and flogged us last time you know you're, you're pretty impressed with that so Stephen Adams is a big part of that uh 
fantastic on the defensive end and, and also just a big body for people to run around and um, and protect, I suppose, the younger guys in, in Zion and, and the, and the uh, you know, Kyra drove in a fair bit of the, the time and he's getting protected by these big guys, which you love to see. Uh, Josh Hart, good off the bench with 11. Uh, Billy had 16 minutes in this one, only 6 and 5. Still good stats. Uh, Reddick was solid, 15. He had 7 points and 4 assists, which you love to see. And his 3-point shot is starting to fall, which, you know, we, we talked about it. You know, we were sitting there watching him going, we need to bench this guy. And they benched him, and he still was a bit average. And then his stroke started falling. He started seeing it go in. And he started contributing again. And that's what you want, you know. he um, He's come out himself. If you listen to his uh, JJ podcast, uh, The Old Man and the Three, uh, he talked about having his routine basically thrown out with this coronavirus. Um, you know, he's sort of done away with it. Whereas before, he was a very regimented uh, to the point of, um, you know, fault, I guess, that he had to have his routine set before a game. Now he's sort of done away with it. And maybe that threw him out a little bit. But... Who knows? It's all conjecture. He um, he's come good, and that's the main thing. So we're stoked with that. Um, overall, pretty good game. You know, you have a look at the um the summary and um, quarter one they came out quick. They scored thirty nine points in the first quarter, and I'm sitting there going, oh, they are um, they're scoring really quickly and pretty easily. But we did manage to hang around. We scored thirty three as well, and. It really was a consistent game from New Orleans. It wasn't a quarter where we really were bad. And there hasn't been many games like that this year at all. Full stop for us. You know, um, there's always one quarter that you're like, oh, we started slow or we, we dropped one of the middle quarters or we fell away in the last. But this was 33, then we had 31, 32 and 33, uh, 32, sorry, in the um, across the four quarters. And the def- defense was really the difference maker, you know. Uh, at half time, it's pretty close. I think it might have been even or thereabouts. And um, then we come out and we scored 32. They scored 27. And in the fourth quarter, we kept them to 22 points, which you're stoked with. And you build a big lead. And, and we went down the stretch and, and hit the shots and made good decisions driving at the basket. Funny what happens when uh, you drive to the basket and a defense collapses. All of a sudden, everyone's been able to hit open shots, get open looks. And I'd love to uh, know what the potential assist numbers are of this team because we burn them a few uh, our passes a lot of the time because we can't because um, we can't shoot threes. But you know, this was um, this was a little bit different, and and we did well. So overall, pretty good. A few numbers stand out to me in this one. Uh, we only had 12 turnovers. They had 13. We have really improved on that. You know, when we were having that stretch of 15-plus uh, turnovers, wowzer. Now I think we're getting, you know, an average of maybe 11 or 12 a game, which you can live with. It's only three a quarter. Um, and it always depends where it comes off. You know, um, if, if you have six in the last quarter, well, obviously that's a bit, bit more uh, difficult to manage. But if you take care of the ball, all of a sudden... You know, good things happen. So, points off turnovers in this one. We had 16, they had 15. And that has been a key stat I have um, honed in on, I suppose, all year. Is that it's all well and good to get them, force a turnover. But it's about exploiting them at the other end. And if, if you get stopped on those fast breaks off those turnovers, well, it, it you don't benefit from it. You know, turnovers are the easiest way to score buckets because the defense isn't set. 
But if we don't move quickly or, or don't capitalise on those turnovers, well then you really burn yourself. And this one, it was okay. And um, we got away with it because they didn't score off turnovers either. So pretty good. Um, rebounds have been good again, 45 to 38. And that is a credit to Stephen Adams and Willie coming off, or Billy, pardon me, coming off the bench. And, um, and Josh Hart as well. All these guys, team rebounding has been really, really impressive in the last few games. And, um, you know, in the last night of a homestand, it's a great way to split your, um, your games at home with a couple of wins and a couple of losses and really launch into the second half of the schedule, um, which has just been released and we'll have a chat about at the end of the show. Um, yeah, and, and move on into the next game. Now, my three key takeaways of this one was, number one, Stephen Adams being back is a good thing. Um, he's not expendable at all. He is an absolute uh, beast on the boards, both ends of the floor. Um, he makes his teammates better. His passing for a big man is so underrated, and I will sing his praises forever because he is fantastic. Uh, number two, I like to see the young guys get a bit of a run. You know, Kyra was in early. Um, Nikhil played a few minutes as well. And those are things that um, are really important, and especially for their development. You know, they only got six, six and a half minutes, but a good burn for these young guys. This is the future of the backcourt. And if we're not willing to uh, reward them, well then, you know, what's the point of them being there? They're, they're trade chips at the very at the very least. So, good on Stan for recognising that and using them. Now, my last key takeaway of this one is the synergy between BI and Zion was on full display. We got 59 points from the two stars. Uh, B.I. took not being named an all-star on the chin and, and came out with a bit of a revenge game, which you're stoked with. Played really well and played patient and showed that MIP um, caliber player that he was last year. Uh, it was on full display uh, all night. And, you know, afterwards they had these conversations and, you know, he's fully supportive of Z and, and vice versa. You know, Zion credited Brandon for um, being so supportive and, and, and being his, I suppose, leader and mentor and the like going through the league. And, and that sort of stuff, it resonates with fans, especially fans of a team, because you're sitting there going, well, these guys like playing together. They like one another and they play well together. They complement one another. So um, looking forward to seeing that um, continue to develop and, and into the future because we've got them both for at least another four or so years. So This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply with that. Now, before I jump into the 
second game of the back-to-back. And again, this podcast will probably run a little bit longer than usual, um, given we're talking about a couple of games. There's a lot to talk about today. And um, I'd like to thank the sponsors, of course. MyBookie.ag. If you need to do your betting, go and do it over there. Your deposit match, 50% if you use the code HOOPBALL. So you put $10 in, you get an additional free, no strings attached, $5 on top um, to use for your betting pleasure. And of course, manscaped.com. You need to shave, go and get a shaver from Manscaped. The Lawnmower 3.0 um, with its ceramic blade and uh, and light and waterproof. You know, you could go scuba diving and have a shave, whatever you want to do. Um, all that fun stuff. And ExpressVPN, of course, use uh, go to expressvpn.com slash hoopball and that'll... Um, you can sign up there. They'll extend a little contract if you're looking to find a VPN to move your location around. Perhaps you find some blackouts and some of your shows. Um, make sure you go and do that. And um, yeah, tell them Hoopball sent you. Get yourself a little bonus. Now, the game against the Bucks was uh, last night uh, slash, oh, yesterday. Um, second night of the back-to-back, we had to fly up to Milwaukee to go and play. Um, they are still without Drew Holiday, who is, I think he's got Corona or got the COVID and is still under protocols with that. So hopefully he's coming good soon because they've been a bit, um, up and down themselves. Uh, third in the East over there and, um, a good side, a really good side. You know, they've got the MVP, um, well, dual MVP in, in Giannis and he's a defensive player of the year as well. Um, it was a bit of a duel of the Titans in terms of Giannis. Uh, against Zion, and there were periods throughout the night that uh, they played on one another. Overall, we fell short 129 to 125. Not bad on the second night of a back-to-back, and you still managed to score 125 points. Unfortunately, um, we just couldn't get the job done. And down the stretch, it was um, it was disappointing. You know, I've listened to a fair bit um, of the other people's... Uh, commentary around the um the game and watching it late at night um last night I was I was contemplating how to approach this game because it was frustrating it absolutely was frustrating um the the Pelicans were in it all night we're up at different parts especially in the fourth quarter we hung around and and then the final possession unfortunately uh unfolded um probably not how we would have liked it um we did everything right and forced a turnover with about 20 maybe 20 seconds left um and charged up the court and we started passing it all around and you know we had an open look from zion josh hart had an open look passed to bi bi then kicked out who passed it to zion but while bi charged in he um unfortunately was subject to an offensive foul against divincenzo it was absolutely the correct call um, he went straight through uh, young DiVincenzo there, and, and all credit to him for drawing it. He had a good night as well. I think a career night uh, for young Dante DiVincenzo. So you're stoked when guys like that um, have a crack and step up. But uh, unfortunately, not against your team. That's, um, that's a bit of a pain. Big nights from Zion. 34 points, eight, six, uh, eight rebounds, six assists, a steal and a block. And it was a huge block, actually. He was he was next level. Uh, four or five uh Free throws. He had five turnovers, but three of them came in the first quarter, which um, he, I think he just needed to settle a little bit. And they were, he was playing on Brook Lopez, and it was just it wasn't working for a bit. Bi was solid with the uh, twenty-three, 
four rebounds, two assists, and a steal. He was 11 of 25 shooting. Bledsoe, he led the way in the first half. He had 16 points, uh, four rebounds, four uh, four rebounds and uh, five assists, pardon me. He shot four of 10 from three. And, you know, it didn't feel like he only shot 40%. It felt like everything he was looking at was going in. Unfortunately, he also had a shot towards the end of the game and it went in and out. Um, and unfortunately, we couldn't get it done. Uh, Lonzo was fantastic with 20 points. He had eight assists as well. And he hung around all night, guarding, uh, chasing those guards around. Uh, was very good against Chris Middleton for the most part. Stephen Adams, solid with 7 and 13, 4 assists, a steal and a couple of blocks, some big blocks at different times. We went a really short rotation. Uh, we only went 8 deep in this game. We got 26 minutes from Reddick off the bench, 22 from Josh Hart, and 20 from Hernan Gomez, who had 10, 5 uh, rebounds. And Josh Hart had 6, 5, and 4 and Riddick had nine, seven rebounds, actually, and, and three assists, which was pretty good. Um, it's a frustrating game because we're in a position where we could have won. And we've beaten this team before. The, the, the issue I have is that, and I know a lot of people get frustrated with this, and you can't just go and blame the refs, but the officiating, unfortunately, was pretty average. And it was disappointing to see, and I don't like reading those last two minutes, um, reports. I think they're a, a, a way to sabotage and undermine the confidence in the referees. Of course, oh, you will look at this, and then it stops the media carrying on, or the social media um, carrying on and saying, oh, well, look, he stepped out of bounds in this one. Well, the game's over. We can't go back and play those 30 seconds, so we might as well just get on with it. Um, re- releasing that report, I think, is, is just a way to say, oh, look, our refs do get it wrong, and um, no, the other team did deserve it. I don't like them, and um, it's unfortunate. So this little part of me, I suppose, carrying on about the refs, I, I want to put a disclaimer on it that I think if we don't have referees, we don't have sport, and um, you have to have respect for them, and, and you know, they go, they're human as well. They're going to make their errors. Um, but this is not just a, a reflection of the, the referees of this game. It's sort of the way they've been refereeing Zion uh, the whole year, I guess. He, he He's such an explosive force and he gets up around the basket so easily and, and finishes through contact that refs seem hesitant to call their whistle because it would be just about every time he drove to the basket, he would be having either an, an and one or two shots. And I don't know whether or not that's a, a conscious thing to say, oh, well, you know, we can't give him all of them because he'd live there. But if you deserve it, if you deserve a foul and you're getting belted across the head or you're getting hit across the arm, you need to protect the player first and foremost. We get, we talk about all these things like concussions and, and protecting players and, and players in the air. Well, if you're getting smacked across the head, you're getting smacked across the arms, you're getting smacked across the legs, the body, every time you go near the basket, well, you need to protect the, the offensive player, particularly someone... And, and, you know, star players, of course, get looked after better than um, role players. It's just inevitable. It's, it's happened since the dawn of the NBA or since the dawn of sport. They get favorable treatment from the refs. And Zion needs to move into that category because this guy is a golden ticket. He's a golden egg for this um, New Orleans franchise and for the NBA. You know, they're, they're walking him down um, ESPN and TNT, national games, 
every second week. So the refing just needs to be a bit better. We need to be more conscious. Um, if he's driving to the basket and he gets contact, he needs to get it. And what I don't want to see, okay, well, if you're not going to call it, then you cannot call it on the other end. I don't want to see Giannis step through and barely get touched or stick a knee up and get um, a foul when he's clearly an offensive foul just because he falls to the side because he loses balance. Um, Because Zion isn't playing for fouls, and maybe he needs to. But on the other hand of that is does he then lose his, his game because he's too conscious about trying to draw fouls? Of course, he just has to play through and he doesn't argue, and it's a fantastic trait. I know if I was getting ref that way and I was that athletic, it's in some alternate universe um, in my dreams, I'd be frustrated because you're getting hacked every time you go near the ball. And then if you try to D up on the other end, you're getting called for these touch fouls, these reaches that are barely there. Um, and of course they are fouls, but you can get belted while you're in the air, but you can't defend the guy on the other end with a bit of bit of um, hand checking, I guess. And, and uh, yeah, it's difficult. It's a difficult thing. All I want to see is that uh, Zion starts getting a bit more favourable treatment from the refs, and then we'll start winning games. But anyway, that's just my carry on. We head over to the the stats, other uh, because we like talking about those. Um, the summary: we had uh, a good, still solid start. They came out thirty five to thirty one. Um, then they we answered with 37, they had 34. Third quarter, 35 to 34. We won that quarter. And fourth quarter, pretty low scoring. We had 22 and they had 26. Defense really stepped up in the last quarter before that, and maybe that's because the guys were tired. But in that first half, it was... I think we got over 80 in the... Um, over 100 in the by the third quarter, both teams. And you're sitting there going... Is anyone going to defend this? Because it was just a shootout. Everyone who wanted to shoot a three could. Um, and not a great way we want to play. You know, I think we really could have had a chance to beat this team if we had have um, defended it as we had been against some of the other teams, like that last quarter run against um, the Celtics. Forever in our hearts. What a fantastic comeback that was. But it was a good side. It's a good side. And you don't expect it to, to win them all, you know, Um particularly not against Milwaukee at home. They're a good side, and they'll be moving towards um, the playoffs and probably the Eastern Conference Finals. I don't know if they'll get in there but uh, into the actual finals, but they'll come close, I think. So good of us to show that we can hang with the best of them. We've beaten them before, but um, it'll be all right. It'll all come together. Now, my quick three key takeaways on this one is, yeah, number one, Zion's just got to be ref better. I've already talked about that, so I won't go into it again. Number two, um, Giannis is next level, and he's almost unguardable. Uh, the, uh, it seems to be his Achilles heel is that he just can't shoot. Um, and he did hit a couple of threes, but he is so inconsistent with a jump shot that if you can just get him to settle and try to keep him out of the paint, I know, better said than done, uh, seven foot six or whatever he is standing next to Stephen Adams making him look little um playing small forward <laughs> yeah he's he's next level uh number three is I'm not sure what happened with the rotation I don't know why we went with any of the young guys um and everyone looked a bit gassed towards the end of the game coming off that back-to-back but it was um an unfortunate game but uh you live and you learn we did well um 
key stats as well uh, of this game were all pretty solid. We weren't too bad in any one place. Now, before I wrap up, I would like to congratulate Mr. Zion Williamson, as we talked about, uh, being named as an All-Star after 54 games. His fourth youngest uh, player to be named an All-Star. I think the other three were like Kobe, Magic, and maybe LeBron. Um, I think. I'd have to double-check. But, uh, yeah, fantastic company to be around um, and well-deserved. We're looking forward to it. Unfortunately, Brandon Ingram didn't get across the line. He was next in line in fan voting behind Zion um, but I don't know in terms of the actual coaches' vote. There was one injury to the lineup being Anthony Davis, but Devin Booker replaced him in the West team. And uh, over the other side, Kevin Durant is out and Sabonis is in. So maybe there'll be another injury and BI will get in, but who knows? We'll see what happens. Do we deserve two All-Stars? Yeah, well, I think we do, but, you know, other pundits may not. Um, now... Before I wrap up, um, I said that before we were going to talk about Zion. Uh, the second half of the schedule has been released. Um, if we recall right at the start, we talked about half the, half the schedule. And, um, and yeah, the other half has now been released, which will start from the All-Star game, which I think is going to be March 7th, which is all going to be on one night. They're going to do a rookie um, team, but they're not going to play. They're going to have the... This is All-Star, pardon me. Um, They're going to have the Skills Challenge and the three-point shooting before the game. Then they'll have the first half of the All-Star game, then the dunk contest at halftime, and then finish the All-Star game off, which, you know, it's going to be a jam-packed night, but settle in. Hopefully, it'll be um, not too bad. We'll be looking forward to that. Now, before I digressed, uh, we had the schedule released, so we have... That was... Yeah, basically, this is starting from the 11th of March. Uh, we have three games at home, which is Minnesota, Cleveland, and Clippers. And Clippers being a national game. Then three away, two Portlands um, at Portland. And then a game against Denver. Then we come home for three, Lakers, Denver, Dallas. And then Boston away. Then Orlando, Atlanta at home. Houston, Atlanta, Brooklyn uh, on the road. Philly at home. Cleveland away. Sack. Sacramento, the Sacramento Kings at home, and York at home, and then Washington, New York away, Brooklyn at home, Orlando away, San Antonio, and the Clippers at home, then three away, Denver, OKC, and Minnesota, uh, Golden State back-to-back at home, actually, Monday, Tuesday, the 3rd of May and 4th of May, um, so that'll be a good game. Steph Curry in the house, perhaps, or maybe he'll be put on ice by then. Depends how they're going. Uh, and then we got a big road trip to finish off, just about uh, Philly, Charlotte, Memphis, Dallas, Golden State. Um, Five-game road trip, which we hate, long ones like that. And then uh, we finish with the Lakers, and the time has not been decided of that as of yet. Um, my takeaways from this is that it's a pretty tough schedule. Um not as bad as some of the teams that have postponements. So we're pretty lucky, you know. I think Memphis has something like 13 back-to-backs because they've got to make up all these other teams, uh, all these other games. Um, I think Washington's probably in the same boat as well because of all the COVID shutdowns. We've been pretty lucky with that. Touch wood. Um, and hopefully we avoid any more uh, shutdowns going forward. It's going to be important to win the games at home. Uh, I think that has to be the... 
if we're to get into a playing game, and I think everyone's thinking that we're probably good enough to get into the playing tournament, and that's to get to 10th uh, in the West at the minimum, uh, you really need to bank a few of these at home. Um, the back-to-backs, you know, they're going to come, but you've just got to push through. It's a weird season. I've been proud of the guys so far, and hopefully um, we can adapt. That five-game homestand is going to be tough. If we can steal a couple of those on the road, um, yeah, hopefully. Fingers crossed. But anyway, that's enough of me rattling on. Uh, I think the next game is tomorrow my time, so it's Sunday morning, uh, 9 a.m. for me. I don't know what time that translates to over there. Um, Maybe 7 p.m., something like that, against the Spurs, and that is at their home uh, yeah in san antonio uh so big game against them uh hopefully we can come out and bounce back but anyway guys that's enough of me rattling on we've been going for long enough uh as always i'm lyle swithenbank at lyle swithenbank on twitter this is the pelican scoop at hoop ball pels on the on um twitter bye for now This has been a Hoop Ball presentation. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.